The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are very glad that you're with us today. And and guys, it seems really weird not being on the phone talking to you. It seems like I've been on the phone talking to you for the last several weeks. Yeah, I'm really grateful too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robbie, nice this is, this is Sam in person yeah. live. This yeah, is yeah. not a reasonable facsimile here today. Yeah, it'll actually, be this week and next week. And it'll seem kind of. I don't know if we can handle two weeks. Yeah, so. I don't know. We'll see how the day goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes today. It's good to have you. Last week, thank you. Last week we started talking about a new series that uh, that we were kicking off, and it was called uh, the Pillars of the Masculine Journey. And originally we said that faith was the initial pillar, and I think you know as we've all kind of processed it because God continues to work in our hearts, that faith isn't actually a pillar; it's a foundation on which all the other pillars stand. Yeah. Because you can't really have any of these other pillars that we're going to talk about without it being firmly on the foundation of faith. Otherwise, it's not going to be stable. It's not going to last, you know, all those types of things. And, and so, you know, we're going to kind of retract a little bit, or at least I am, and say, you know, we're going to start with the first pillar this week, building on the foundation of faith. Now, guys, are you, do you have any thoughts from last week that God's kind of worked in your heart on the topic of faith? Um, I know we didn't talk about that before the show, but that's kind of the big one that he's been working on with me. I love what you actually said right at the end of last week's show, which he didn't share with us, by the way, Dennis, until the end of the show. That's right. He always that, does that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He said that faith is a foothold. Yeah. A- and, you know, as I've been thinking about that all week, what a great, you know, stirrup to put your foot in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to climb on the horse, um, to know that that God's going to be there. And so uh, it's a great great analogy i love the word foothold the the challenge with foundation though just from a standpoint of doctrine is the church's number one foundation (laughs) is jesus christ but you can kind of see faith in jesus christ is where that kind of lands yeah yeah i'm not obviously trying to undermine Uh, no right i i know i'm just i'm just throwing that out there for people who are just going whoop 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 yeah Uh, (laughs) great point and i think it's because i build houses so it all seems to yeah it makes some sense but yeah the foundation is obviously jesus christ but you know building that faith in him with him faith in ourselves faith in that relationship is key to everything else working yeah and so this week's pillars something a little different now people often get this one confused with faith it's the topic of hope and so one of the questions i have for you guys which hopefully you'll be able to answer is why would in your mind hope be a pillar in the masculine journey you know why is that one that we need to have in order to really go on this journey in a way that we need to as Christian men. Well, I can go back to uh, our intro there. I was just listening to Ernie do that intro, and he's talking about, you know, how do we how do we fight this battle when it seems like it's a losing battle at times? How do we walk through this life? Well, if we don't have hope, it's going to be tough to do that. And in God's Word, you know, we see example after example that life is not easy. 
having faith in God doesn't mean that you have an easy path. So where do you where where do you go with that if you don't have some hope? You 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 land in despair, you land in depression, you have all these things that can happen. So it's it's kind of that light mm-hmm. to me of this is how I can walk through this day with the hope of with the hope of eternity, with the hope that Christ is always uh, with me in all this, with the hope of my brothers with me. So that's kind of what I hear in that. Well, good. Thank you. Robbie, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, you, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't mean to sound surprised. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things where, yeah, I can have faith. God's going to come through in this. It's, it's going to work out the way, you know, God's going to win in the end. I've read the end of the book. But, man, I don't know about my own, you know, situation and – and so, you know, that's not very attractive when you look at somebody that's not got hope for something that they want, you know, mm-hmm. to work through, which is kind of a good setup for Hitch, you know. It is. It is. <laughs> so but, I knew he was going to set up that one. Yeah, and, and we'll set that up in just a second. You know, for me, I would say the reason I know that hope has to be a pillar is because it's the thing that's most often attacked from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he comes after my hope, and if it's that important for him to take it, how much more important does it, do I need to have it? And, and so that's, for nothing else in my life, I look at what's attacked the most, and it's hope in one form or another. Yeah. Now let's pick up our friend in Hitch. Robbie, you want to set this scene <laughs> up a little bit? Yeah, Hitch is a movie where essentially he's the date doctor, and he's coming across the King of Queens. What's what's this? Kevin uh, James. Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah, it's Will and, Smith. Yeah. And... He is trying to date a girl that's way, way, way out of his league. And the interesting thing about it is, for him, it's something really worth hoping for. But it's so attacked, like you talked about, that he himself doesn't even believe it can happen. And he keeps trying to walk away from Hitch, who points out that, wow, you know, you you really have something worth hanging on to here. Oh, she's single because I don't do breakups. Hi, hey, thank you for seeing me. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, she just got out of a relationship. Is that a problem? Because if it is, it's fine. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with this anyway, you know. Definitely been hurt a lot, you know. I had a lot of bad experiences. Some good ones. You know, definitely a lot of bad ones. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm desperate, <laughs> basically. I mean, not in general, you understand. You know, not just for anybody, but man for her. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell me about her? Oh, All right, well, let's see. What can I say? My company handles her finances. I'm our tax consultant. Well, I'm one of them. I'm the junior man on the account. So does she know you're interested? Oh, no, no. No. Alive? I lent her my pen once. Allegra, as in Allegra Cole. Yeah, you know, I realize that I'm not her usual type. Well, her last boyfriend, like, owned Sweden or something. And the guy was a bum. I, I, just, he didn't seem like a very nice person to me. <laughs> you swing for defense. <laughs> okay, look, 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 look. You don't think I tried talking myself out of this? I mean, you don't think I know how ridiculous this is? I, I know, okay? I just thought that maybe I, with your help, I just... You know what? I'm really sorry I wasted your time. Hold on a second there, Albert. You know what it's like getting up every morning feeling hopeless? Feeling like the love of your life is waking up with the wrong man, but at the same time, hoping that she still finds happiness, even if it's never gonna be with you. 
You are flat out, out of your mind. You know that? Yeah. That's good. It is? Good. You ever heard of Michelangelo? Yeah. Heard of Sistine Chapel? Yeah. Michelangelo. Sistine Chapel. <laughs> so, Robbie, you'd pick that clip. And, and so what about, you know, Albert's situation really spoke to you and how we view hope? Yeah, well, that verse in in First Peter three, where that you know says, "Always be ready f- to give the reason for the hope that's within you." Mm-hmm. Albert's hope is really attractive, and and that's why w- that's why Will Smith is willing to take it on because you can see that he is swinging for the fence. I mean, he's really hoping for something that is real love, that's real intimacy, in and in, and it's and it's very attractive. Of course, you can see completely how it's under attack and how he would love to walk away from it because he doesn't want to get hurt again. He doesn't want to get buried. But it's really cool for me to see somebody with that kind of hope. And, you know, where does that come from? Yeah, it's obviously been laid on his heart so much that he can't walk away from it. Yeah. You know, when it, when it would make sense to walk away potentially from where he was. Dennis, what about that clip? Was there anything in it that kind of spoke to you? Well, other than the music got very hopeful there <laughs> as soon as he started talking about Michelangelo. It's, you know what's interesting about that is that uh, when I kept looking at the definition of hope and was talking to some other people about it, we kept coming back to this word expect or expectation, that with hope there's an expectation of something happening or someone coming into your life. Now, it doesn't sound like he was quite there, but where the hitch character was taking him was that maybe he was at a place where he could expect something good to happen. And that hopeful expectation really is something that I don't know that we see it that way all the time when it really is. There's a, a there's when we expect for healing or we expect uh, an eternity for us with God together, you know, that, that's, uh, that's, some, that's taking it an entirely different place, I think, than what people would normally think of as hope. Exactly. It, hope is one of those words that's kind of in our language like love. You know, I love potato chips, which is different than, you know, loving my kids. But hope, you know, I, I hope that I get this for Christmas. I hope that I catch that light up there, you know, and I get to go through it. That's not the type of hope we're really talking about. It's this deeper hope, and, and I don't even know have the words to describe what that is. I think mm-hmm. you did a good job of, of talking about that, but it's hope in something deep and great and, and something God has to be involved in. Would you guys agree? Yeah, something hopeful for something beyond the realm of normal human thinking. Now, going back to Hitch again in that clip where he's, you know, he's, He's selling himself short on it, and Hitch starts to hear, well, maybe this guy should expect that this could happen because he really, he, it, because of where his mindset is and where his hope lies, uh, it takes it again to a different place. And, and I love, as I was telling you before the show, Anne Voskamp wrote this book called The Broken Way, and she sat down next to this Jewish rabbi, and they were looking out at the clouds, and he said, you know, you Christians are always talking about that you need to have faith in God. Have you thought about the fact that he has faith in you? He woke you up this morning with an expectancy mm-hmm. that you're going to do something 
to move the kingdom forward. That's there's some real hope in that line of thinking for me. That wow, God did wake me up this morning. <laughs> yeah, He does have faith in me. He brought me into this deal, and 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 you know that's a really cool way to look at that expectancy that you're talking about and in hope for intimacy with God that we're on a lot bigger adventure than uh, even going after the lady that last boyfriend owned Sweden. <laughs> yeah, what would, it, what would it be like if we woke up every morning with the expectation that God was going to do something great in our lives or someone around us that day? You know, that's, that's hope. It is. It is. And, and I hope that you'll go and register for the boot camp that's coming up in November. Because <laughs> I have an expectation. God's got a wonderful thing to do for you there. And, and, I'm not just saying that tongue-in-cheek. God has something there for you. He has something there for us. Go to register now at masculinejourneyradio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to Facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Sam, this November boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life. I talk to a lot of men, they're saying... They say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things. They don't know how to behave as Christian men. God designed us for freedom, and it's coming up at this boot camp. It is. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register now. Just $169 early bird pricing for four amazing days. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register now. I was hoping that was the end of the song. <laughs> the song's going to be a big, big hit. Yeah, it was. Thank you for picking that, Dennis. I, I've heard enough. Thank the Ruddles. And in a short two minutes and 30 seconds, what Bingo, you know, Ringo's brother, Bingo Star, what he's singing about basically is how his life isn't for anything. You know, he talks about all these things that are bad, but all along he's got a smile on his face and say, I'm living in hope. Now you're going to wake up tonight singing that song in your head. Is it? I, I'm afraid I am. <laughs> you're right. It would be a good thing to have hope. That's right. It would be a good thing. Living in hope. Now we had just a, a plethora of clips that we could have used this week. Some we've used before and some that we haven't. And we're not going to be able to get to all of them. And Dennis, I just want to talk through one that you had picked, a little bit the concept of it. And it was from, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Unbroken, not, e- not Easily Broken. Yeah, Not Easily Broken. And, and we've used clips from that in the past, but the, the, the last probably 20 seconds of that clip was pretty powerful. Can you kind of discuss you know, that a little bit and what was happening in that clip? Well, it, they had been through a lot of challenges in their life, and, and the the guy, the the man that that was playing this character that was talking about going to church, he was hearkening back to a time when he was younger and then he was finding it again that a church the church, the body of Christ, the way I see it, not just the building and the people together, was a place where he could find hope. It was always a place of hope where you could come as you are. And the scripture that was used was Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, which is one of my favorite scripture passages where Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. And to me, that's part of the—see, I can always hope that 
I have hope in knowing that I can go to Christ with anything that's going on in my life. I have hope knowing that I can rest in Him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people do that that don't know the Lord. You know, where do you where do you find the place to find rest? And that that's basically what He was saying: hope, rest, peace of mind. I can get all those things through the body of Christ. And you were talking about you know the body of Christ, and you know traditionally people think of that as the building, right? But you know we talk about a band of brothers. Uh, that's a body of Christ, where two or more are gathered. Yes. You know, we, we joked a little bit, of, and, and seriously talking about the boot camp, but what commonly happens out of those are bands of the body of Christ that get together, right, that help have hope. I mean, we've all been through situations in our life, and we're going through stuff now. You know, life happens to us just as it does everyone else. And I can but, tell you from experience in going to the boot camps myself that there has never been a time where I haven't come away f- with from a boot camp with hope and the expectation for new things to happen in my life and new relationships to develop and co- getting closer to God always happens at a boot camp. Always happens. It does. And we can find those groups that help us have hope. Right? I mean, obviously it's got to be rooted in Christ. But there's times that we've all helped each other through things. You know, and, and God may have that in store for you at a coming up boot camp in uh, November, the 6th. The 9th. 9th through 12th. Yes. 9th through 12th. Thank you. The 9th through the 12th. Robbie, we had a, a clip um, from the movie World Trade Center. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and that transitions, interestingly, just from what you were describing. Because, you know, quite frankly, I've been going through something that I wasn't able to share with just anybody. Um, not even those people I go to church with necessarily, but I was waiting, waiting, waiting till I could get with my band of brothers because it was something I could share there. And yes, I've been praying for it, and yes, I've been hoping, but sometimes you start to lose hope. And I leak. I don't know what the problem is, <laughs> but, but I leak hope like a sinking ship, you know. And this stuff is leaking out, and I'm losing, and I'm losing, and I'm losing. And, and interestingly, when I was working on this show, I've, I came across this clip from the World Trade Center. And as I was leaking hope, and really, really scary place for me, I came across this clip where these guys were buried underneath all this stuff, and it really looked like they were dying. The one guy who, when you listen to the clip, you won't hear him very clearly because he really is, I mean, he is about at death's door. And, you know, they hear somebody say, well, bang on the pipes. And... The one guy reaches out to the guy who's about dying. What do we do? He said, well, bang on a pipe. And then you hear him say, keep doing it, in spite of the fact that it looks like it's absolutely hopeless. And I can't even tell you what it did for my own personal hope to see this guy struggle to keep banging on that pipe, even though it looked absolutely hopeless, because it was like, what can you do but try? And then, wow, he was the mission. Hi, Mr. Kimball. Sorry, wrong clip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kimball. Mr. Kimball. Let's see if it's the right clip now. Hi, Mr. Kimball. Well, it's not the right clip, so let's try it again. Let's go one more time. Maybe it's this one. Hi, Mr. Kimball. Well, uh... <laughs> it... Yeah, sometimes we have these technical difficulties, but we're going to get to the World Trade Center. Hi, Mr. Campbell. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the World Trade Center clip has become 
Yeah, it's, Hi, uh, Mr. Kimball. It's lost in rubbish. Well, that's okay. You know, you did a great job of talking about it. And, and in that scene, there is hope, and there's a great piece about that when... When the, Mr. Kimball... When Mr. Kimball comes in. Uh, <laughs> well, we're actually going to go to that clip. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's a good place to go, because there's the deal. Yeah. That, you know, you're looking for hope, and you find it in the strangest places, as in this clip. You do. And to set this up, it's um, a grocery store and you have a guy walking through and you get the impression very quickly that he's been in that store pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. And the produce boy who um, has Down syndrome and him have had some type of conversations in the past. Mm -hmm. And and I want you to hear the hopelessness in Mr. Kimball and kind of what transpires through their conversation. Hi, Mr. Kimball. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Even when I'm doing bad, I'm doing good. Sounds pretty deep. Have a magnificent day. You know what? Um, I wasn't being honest with you, produce. I'm not fine. But are you sick? think so. Maybe you just need to smile. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Where'd you get that? A bumper sticker? You told me that I was smart. Remember? Yeah. You want to see how smart I am? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what. Maybe not today, because I gotta... I gotta... Pick up that melon. All right. They label both these fruits and vegetables with some numbers on them. But my, I know the number on the top of that melon. Okay, go. 4329. Yeah, 4329. That's correct. That's impressive, produce. Good job. Peel. Andy. 4422. Yep, correct. Banana. That's the easy one. Everybody likes bananas. Forty eleven. Go to Apple. Forty one thirty five. Orange. Ninety six sixty nine. King Dream. Three one four four. Greenwich Smith Apple. Forty seventeen. Yep. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm really impressed. I mean, you're kind of like Rain Man or something. That's the middle bat, man. Oh. Oh. You're proud of me because I'm smart. I'm sorry, Mr. Campbell. Oh, sorry. He didn't realize he was bugging you. What did I tell you about hugging the customers? Now you get back to work, young man. You have a nice day, Mr. Campbell. Oh, you too, Dick. I'm sorry about the hug. Uh, like I said. Hey, produce. I'm impressed. You know, as you hear that, you have this guy who's obviously not in a great place mm-hmm. you can just kind of tell but and maybe i'm just because i watched the clip you can kind of hear hope grow in him as as this this boy is responding to some hope that he laid a foundation of for him you know told him hey you're, you're smart and that kid took that the young kid he calls produce took it and ran with it you know and it's pretty cool that his comment his love that he reached out provided hope for someone else mm-hmm. that later that person's hope that he had helped comes back to help him think about this guys for a second and i went and looked up 
I went and looked up a definition, uh, and it's more of a biblical de- definition. See if you heard that in his voice in this scene here. To trust in, wait for, look for, or desire something or someone, or to expect something beneficial in the future. See, those words were all over that scene to me. It was a scene of hope. Now, Robbie, I know you've worked with special needs uh, people for a number of years, and did that sound pretty authentic in in your experience in that clip? Yeah, and that's the beauty of the clip is he couldn't be unauthentic with produce. Mm-hmm. Do you notice how he uh, tried to fake him at the beginning, and and then he came back and he said, "No, not you. I can't because." They're the most authentic people. They are that there are. I mean, they don't. They don't have any mask, and so here he has a chance to really share with somebody that he ain't doing so great. That he's leaking, and you know, here is just pure, pure love mm-hmm. and hope. As he, as produce, then sees an opportunity for to to speak into his friend's life. Yeah, and then of course the manager. As, is clueless <laughs> right? In, in that exchange but if you get a chance to watch that it's from a movie called Where Hope Grows and I'm not seeing the whole movie I've seen that clip and, and that clip is on um, YouTube you can go look at it but it, it's really really good from the standpoint the hug was the, the crown of it mm-hmm. you know what really gave that guy hope his whole body language changes you know in it and he's not as stoic you know his voice may sound the same but there's something that's going on a little different and some of those leaks have maybe been plugged up a little bit from the love and the hope of somebody else. And, and that's a, a question that we're not going to get a chance to answer today on each of us. But the question I'd ask you guys before the show is, out of all the things in your life, what is it that you hope for the most right now? And I can't answer that. Hmm. For me, I don't know how to answer that right at the moment. That's something I need to take to God and say, God, you know, what is the hope that you have in my heart? What is, what's the thing that you're putting for me to swing for the fence? What's the thing that Robbie is to swing for the fence or Dennis or any of you that's listening? Take that to God and say, God, what is it that, that hope that you've placed in my heart that you need to rise up, that I need to have faith in you, hope in you, and walk in this journey together? And that's question, our homework assignment. It is the, our homework assignment. <laughs> and I guess the question would be, you know, if you're not hoping in anything, What's life really look like for you? You need to have hope. Thanks. We'll see you next week. And go register at the boot camp November 9th through 12th. I got it right that time. MasculineJourneyRadio.org.